You're back, Wayne with Travis Hartman. Guy across the table from me is the show's namesake. That is Travis Hartman, a.k.a. Weekend Trav. I am B-Money, the producer. We're here to talk about February 2nd here in Orlando, Florida at the Carib Royale. Uh, we have Ashton Sylvie in the main event here. This is MVP show, Most Valuable Promotions. Uh, once again, February 2nd. Uh, we've gone to a lot of these shows, Weekend Trav, and, and they're really pumping it through Orlando, so we're happy to see that. So we got Ash and Sylvie on the card. We have a few other names we'll talk about. Let's start there, though. Let's start at the main event. Ash and Sylvie, I think, taking on, uh, I don't know his first name, but Falcao, yep. if I'm correct, from Brazil. Yep. I, I want to I let people know before we even start this gig is that we're not just popular on Spotify Mm-mm. because of our sexy voices. Mm-mm. We're also popular on YouTube, which we do a video, as you can see, mm. B-Money's beautiful, sexy hair. And beard, and you know what? I am comfortable in my sexuality to say that because I am married with a kid and two on the way. B money is married. That's usually with two kids where it starts, well. by the way. Okay, <laughs> but I, just, I have to put that out there. So, because all the all the haters. Uh, but yes, we've said this a long time ago, and we have been on the Box Lab train, Box Lab Promotions. Very true. They have successfully over the last what three plus years brought quality high-level fights to Orlando, Florida at the Crib Royale. Yeah, not only quality, but quantity. We've had a lot of shows there over the past couple of years, uh, and we're starting 2024 off just the same way. More television, uh, too. And more television shows. So this is, is this on DAZN as yes, well? Yes, So is. this will be on DAZN. So Box Lab as well as MVP. Uh, Ashton Sylvie is one of Jake Paul's signees. I think he might have been the first, I know the second one, because Serrano was, I believe, first. I think Ashton Sylvie was first. Was he? Okay. I, I'm pretty sure. First guy. Let's yeah, just say it that way. Go. First ma- that. male fighter in the stable. Um, so they are obviously wanting to push this kid pretty hard. Nice guy. We've met him. Uh, we talked nice. to his father a little bit here, trying to get him on uh, the pod, or at least the interview segment. So let's talk Ashton Sylvie. Let's talk because because you saw him fight last time he was in town. Yeah, he's so he's ten and zero with nine KOs. With the first time I saw him fight, I think he was eight and zero with eight KOs. And actually, at the Crib Royale, was the first fight that we watched of him. Was also the first fight he actually went the distance. Yeah. He won an eight round decision and he won. He won every single round still, but it was the first fight he actually went the distance because before that he hadn't seen the fifth round. In eight professional fights, yeah. most of them were first-round knockouts. So the kid can punch. He's a 135-pounder. He's a lightweight. So the kid can punch. He's exciting. So when you go to his fights, usually the, the lighter-weight guys, you don't see a lot of knockouts. You just don't, right? They're, they're lighter, but this guy was 8-0 with eight knockouts. Now he's 10-0 with nine knockouts fighting in a his first 10-rounder at the Crib Royale right here in Orlando, like I said, like you said, on DAZN. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's his toughest fight to date. Right, it's it's a guy who's thirteen and two. Ashton Silby's ten and zero. I think they're moving him properly. I think that they're testing him properly. Mm-hmm. I think they're putting him in with opposition that like his last one, two, three, four, five. His last six fights, counting this one, will be all against winning records. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's pretty solid. Which I think what shows you is MVP Promotions has confidence in their fighters because they're matching them with guys that are tough. They're not just putting him in tomato cans. I mean, right. the kid's 10 and 0. He could easily fight a guy who's like 5 and 5 at this point. And nobody would say anything about it because it's normal. But they're not. They're putting him with a guy that's 13 and 2. So that's a lot of confidence in Ashton Sylvie. And I like it because the kid's young. Yeah, 20 I believe years he's old. 20. 20 years old. I think he just turned even possibly. But the kid's super young. Uh, so I like that. And I think that, again, I think MVP Promotions, which is a Jake Paul's promotion company, as much as hate as we want to give the kid, I have to give Jake Paul credit when it's due. And he's bringing along guys correctly. So here's the thing. I mean, the, so we don't know a lot about his opponent, but Estevan Falcao. So he's a Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm looking up on Box Rec right now as you're talking. Uh, yeah, he a couple of fights ago, he did lose two in a row, but he's on a two-fight win streak. One uh, TKO against a guy that was, looks like, 18-0. and 0. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and then he fought another dude that was 10-1-1. Unanimous decision there up in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh, so this is not a slouch by any means that, no. that's coming into fight. And 27 years old is Falcao. Um, and you just, you just don't know sometimes when these guys come up from South America, you know, are they 27? What kind of experience do yeah, they have? True, right? Legit. Um, so... This should be pretty interesting, very entertaining, um, and I guess we shall see what happens there, Weekend Trav. Uh, 
Estevan Tuni Falcao Florentino. Oh. Yeah, and by the bo- so the box I want to say this the box track rank so box track has their own rating system. Yeah. It's kind of like the BCS, the old BCS where it was like there's a formula based on records and strength of schedule I miss and all those days, that, right? Because they They're always had Florida days. State was usually in the top five <laughs> no matter what. So strength of schedule was a big deal, right? So yeah. Ashton Sylvia is ranked 63 by box track rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcao is ranked, I think Falcao, Falco, Falcao. He's ranked number 72. This is a pretty even fight based Mm -hmm. on that rating. And they base that rating on, it's not opinion at all. There's a formula they do. So I think it's a solid fight. I think that we're, we're seeing some very solid matchmaking and that's just the main event. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the card is put together very nicely. Yeah, and so let's, uh, that's a lot of thanks to to the matchmakers as well. And I, I like they're that. doing a great job, and, and I like it because they're they're peppering in not only local talent but also pulling in talent from elsewhere as well. And All so the even world. I mean, even you, 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 Sylvia, I think he fights out of California, if I'm not correct. Yeah, does, Long yeah, Beach. He does. Uh, so we have that, and then we obviously have his opponent coming from Brazil. Uh, but we have some local talent too, uh, which we'll get into in a moment. Before we do, let's talk one of the other fights as well on there. We had Julian Smith. Yeah. We've highlighted him on the show before. He's been – we've seen – you know, segments on, I think even ESPN's picked it up, uh, Def Fighter, right? Uh, and They stole it from us at Weighing In with Travis Harmon that's Instagram. That's what they do. ESPN. They literally oh, stole God. it from us, and we got a bunch of hits on it. They seen we were getting a bunch of hits, and Listen, ESPN said, we're going to post that now. If you're following ESPN boxing coverage, you should be following Weighing In with Travis Hartman. This guy is a, is a professional athlete. How many, how many professional fights? We're going to continue. 46. 46. We're going to brag, 170 we're going to brag on you for a bit. 46 20 professional. Years pro, over 20 years pro now. How many amateurs again? 170. 170. And what was that, Amy? Uh, 156 and 13. So technically 169. Sorry, I was just... I was just hey, I was, I was, nice. But 169, nice. technically. I was 156 oh. and 13. Yeah. So the point being... 156 if you're following wins, 13 ESPN losses. boxing, chances are you're watching content that we've already seen and talked about. But you're also watching content from guys who have never stepped in the ring and don't know most of the, what they're cases. talking about in most yeah. cases. Which is, that's going to be more like me. That's that, that's me. I, I I don't step foot in the ring and I don't know what I'm talking about. So uh, I'm just the I think a little bit. I know a little bit. Uh, anyways, you should be following us. He mentioned on YouTube. He mentioned on Spotify. There's other audio sources that you get your podcast material from. Wherever you follow, let's say wherever you follow Joe, Joe Rogan, come find us there. Well, I guess he's only Spotify now, right? I think he's only Spotify up. So we're even better. Be- well, actually, Spotify, he has video on his Spotify. So, like, he's video, too. But it doesn't matter because we are the number one mm-hmm. boxing beards bourbon podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically in a boxing gym in Laureate Park, usually on the second floor of the boxing gym. But today we're in the boxing gym inside of a boxing ring in the world. The world. I'm not used to doing that. Role. I know. All right, that's that the first time good. I've ever done it. That you know, you've been pushing it on me slowly but surely. Just Last week, you let me the end responsibilities. It. If you guys watched it all the way to the end, which you probably didn't, no. jerks, you call should. to action. I would recommend this. We got if, a lot of views on TikTok if, by the way, and I posted that. If you enjoy some of our banter, our wittiness, our thoughts, at the very least, watch the first few minutes and then maybe skip ahead to the next, like the final few minutes. You'll be entertained at the very least. Oh, yeah. Usually what the we do... is the best, usually. Usually what we do is, especially on YouTube, you'll see in the description area, you can click on you the times awesome about when we're talking about something specific. So like last week, we went into our discussion about Michaela Mayer getting robbed on her fight. You might have she pulled didn't. in some Brian Erlacher content from there, too. <laughs> you could find that on our prior episode, which is episode 145. This is 146. Yeah, folks, we've been doing this a long time. This isn't some flash-in-the-pan pod. No. You, might, you might say, hey, your numbers look like it's flash-in-the-pan, but you know what? Suck it. Follow us. He's not wrong. I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with everything you've just said there. Yeah. Yeah, and whatever the it you back. that you're sucking, that's up to you. I got your back. Got it. Okay, so let's talk. Julian Smith, he is also on this card. The Quiet Storm. Yes. Julian Smith, so while he is only 7-2, and two, why I even bring his record up is because they feed this guy to the best. Literally to the best. He made, he fought this guy named Kevin Haler, Haler Brown, who is, he's only 2-0, and oh, but he fought in a 10-rounder in his second pro fight. Mm-hmm. 
He is a very well-renowned Cuban coming over here. Is going to make a splash. We'll fight for a world title very soon. Four short, 140. And guess what? Julian the Quiet Storm lost a 10-round decision on two of the scorecards. It was 96-94. It was one round from being a draw. And Julian Quiet Storm Smith, the why it's a big deal, he is 100% deaf. And I think he is the first, I think, he is one of the, you know what, I'll say it myself. He is one of the first deaf professional boxers. At least so getting it's up, really cool. Yeah, definitely at least getting to this level mm-hmm. at this point um, and, and getting this sort of notoriety, which, you know, we're big supporters of him here. We, we would love to see him successful in this bout. Um, He's fought all, un- like literally yeah. almost all undefeated guys. He even beat a 14-0 undefeated guy in July of 2022. He fought the Cuban I just talked about who's only 2-0, and but this Cuban is phenomenal. He lost a 10-round decision. He turned around and fought Julio Rosa, which I think an Orlando guy. He won a six-round decision. Now he's fighting at 8-0, Orestes Velasquez, mm-hmm. um, and a 10-rounder. Like Julian Smith, Julian the Quiet Storm Smith is I don't know. I love his whole story. Please Google him. Please follow us on William Travis Harden because one of our most watched videos is of him fighting here at the Crib Royale in one of his big fights. So like, he's just a cool story. I, I just people always want to make excuses to why they can't do something. I'm just like this guy's a hundred percent deaf. He's got every reason in the book to actually not succeed and he chooses not to use any of them mm-hmm. and he chooses to succeed. He chooses to look past his. Um, incapabilities that probably were he's i think he was born deaf they said so like he he didn't have a choice he's 33 years old he's from illinois the midwest what up midwest but julian smith is awesome i I love the whole story i'm always rooting for this guy they put him in tough all the time i don't even want to call him the underdog anymore just because i think he has the talent so if you look at the box rec ratings julian smith is rated 185 this other guy's rated 45 Yep. So he is the underdog. So it'll, it'll be a good fight. One way or another, it's, it's a great, great fight. fight. Um, and so we're, we're definitely throwing our support behind him on that. But ultimately... I'm cheering for him. Usually when we go to these cards, we, we, we mention the local cards. We, we at least want, we want a great show. Yeah, yep. we have some friends that might be fighting on the card as well. We want to see them successful. But ultimately, if it's a great show, it's entertaining, the fans are in it, it's great fights... That's what we want to see. That's what we're going to support. 100%. We're boxing fans. Seven man. days out of seven. Um, so let's move on because we do have friend Corey, two smooth marksman, making his call up to the box lab uh, guys here on this card. So he's huge going to be fight. fighting. That's going to be great. Huge fight. Corey Marksman, I think, believe that he fights for undisputed promotions, but they're doing. Um, they're they're letting him fight on this box lab card, which is awesome. It's a smart thing to do. He's getting a platform. He's fighting in a six rounder, by far his toughest fight to date. He's fighting an eleven and zero guy. And if you want to go again, I'm throwing these box track rankings out there. They're not necessarily sound, but they're just, it just gives the average person something to go by, right? Corey Marksman is rated 419 by BoxRec. This other guy is rated 221. So he's 200 spots higher than Corey Marksman. That's why I'm trying to, I'm just trying to give you like a level of how good this fight's going to mm-hmm. be, how competitive this fight's going to be. Technically, Corey Marksman is the underdog, mm-hmm. but I've seen this kid. He fought amateur as well. He can fight. Mm-hmm. He's the underdog on on the ratings here, but I don't think he is. I think that Corey Marksman um, t- is, is a they're, he's a they're, they're smart in their camp and they knew what they were doing. Yeah. They're not taking this fight because they think he's going to lose. They're taking this fight because they think he's going to win and he's going to win on a big stage, which is DAZN, uh Box Lab Promotions, obviously MVP Promotions as well, which is Jake Paul Promotions. So I think it's a smart gamble. I think this is what you're supposed to do when you're coming up in your career. He's 8-0. and oh. but yeah, Let's but, go. But we, but we want to see that because he's going then against uh, Aguilar, who's 11-0. and 0. These mm-hmm. are guys that are probably matched up and lined up pretty pretty comfortably. Yeah. Now, Corey Marksman, we've seen him fight. Yep. He can fight, and he's entertaining. It's it's kind of the full package of you want. He's going to have local support behind him because, let's see, where where's Aguilar from? Um, well, I mean, both Florida guys. So this guy's coming uh, basically from Crescent City. Jacksonville, yeah. But yeah. He's bur- he was born in Jacksonville, but yeah, Crescent yeah. City is where he's So yep. it's going to be two local guys, for the most part local, but Corey Marks is definitely away, yeah. fighting out of the Orlando area. So that's going to be entertaining. That's what you want to see, an entertaining card overall. Uh, we can travel with regards still to this February 2nd show, headlined by Ashton Sylvie there at the Caribe Royale. What else are we talking about? I think there's some, uh, some women's we have, Yeah, there's a women's fight. I believe they added two women's fights, but I know for sure they have one. One women's fight is uh, Marcelo Cornejo versus Candy Wyatt. Uh, you want your box rank rankings here? Mm-hmm. Candy Wyatt is ranked number 11. Cornejo is ranked number 21. 
So we're seeing some high quality boxing here in Orlando. We've said it before, but for the average person watching the podcast, you guys just need to know that you're getting the best of the best right now. Mm-hmm. Like you really are. Like there's, you can't have, you know, Canelo Alvarez and Floyd Mayweather's every single fight, but you're getting high level elite people fighting right here in central Florida. So you have you mentioned the second fight on there. It looks like a super flyweight uh, Jasmine Artiga taking on Nancy Franco, and these are all subject to change, folks. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. I don't. Pro this, boxing this, is always that way. Yep. This one looks like it'll probably be a little bit more lopsided. Um, uh, I'm just going off a record. That doesn't necessarily mean everything, but I'm looking. Franco is 19, 18, and two, whereas Jasmine Artiga is 11, 0, and one. So, I mean, that's going to be a little bit more uh, lopsided, in my opinion. Um, but the ranking and the rankings are what they are. We, I, I made a joke last week uh, about you know if you want women's fighting, if you if you want to really do something about it, gain weight because <laughs> there's less and less competition the higher you go. Oh yeah, I don't know any heavyweight woman. Yeah, but same thing on like these rankings. I mean, you're taking. Box Rex rankings on this second women's fight. You're going 45 against 55, it looked like, but the record spread is such a difference. So, I mean, there's not a lot of depth. It's t- a yeah, whole point take that for there's what it's probably worth. 50 total in there, but, but all in all, depth. this is an entertaining card. February 2nd yeah. here in Orlando, Florida, Carib Royale, headlined by Ash and Sylvie. This is going to be a box lab, an MVP show. Tickets, I believe, are probably still on sale. I don't They're know. They're at Ticketmaster. You can go check that out as well. Yep. Yeah. So, so take a look at that. If you're looking for uh, just a high quality sporting event on a Friday night to go to take a look at Carib Royale, Orlando, Florida. If you're in the Central Florida area, you should definitely check it out. Absolutely. It's going to be a great fight. We, we've been big fans of Box Lab Promotions. If you watch any of our stuff here, you know that we've been big fans of them from the beginning. Yeah. And we saw other shows. And we've stuck with those guys. Absolutely. And this isn't a local scene anymore, folks. This is no, national yeah. scene. I, mean, so, I think it's global even. We have guys fighting from all over the world here yes. now. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Now, now we're going to shift gears a little bit on this episode. We talked the local show, looking forward to it. But let's shift to the another national show. And we had some results from this weekend. I know this guy you're Dang. pretty high on because of the potential of what might be next yep. for him. Why don't you give us a little rundown of what you saw Saturday evening? Yeah, the fight set up on Saturday evening on DAZN in Phoenix, Arizona, I believe. Uh, Jaime Munguia fought uh, John Ryder. And the reason why this is a big fight is because Jaime Munguia has moved up now to 168, which is super middleweight. Who's the king at 168? Canelo, Canelo Alvarez, Alvarez yeah. owns all four titles. And Jaime Munguia is 43-0 and 0 now because he beats John Ryder. He actually stopped John Ryder in the ninth round which that's a big deal because John Ryder just a year ago fought Canelo Alvarez and lost a 12-round mm-hmm. competitive decision. Mm-hmm. He did lose 100%. It wasn't like it was controversial. Canelo beat him, but it went over 12 rounds, So, which was surprising because Canelo can punch. Canelo is a finisher. Canelo is a quality, elite professional boxer, and he's also the undisputed world champion, 168. He owns all four belts. So Jaime Mejia, 27-year-old, is now trying to challenge the um, mid-30-year-old Canelo Alvarez. I think that fight, I think that Jaime Mejia versus Canelo Alvarez will happen in May in Las Vegas, Cinco de Mayo weekend. I think it would be huge. Actually, it could happen in Mexico and be even more more huger. I fight no Mexico. (laughs) I don't know a weekend, Trav, because Canelo Alvarez, for what it's worth, He's been pretty uh, specific on his stance there that he doesn't fight Mexicans. Yeah. I mean, I think that this one who's 43-0, and 0, but also the funny thing is that Jaime Mejia is promoted by Oscar De La Hoya mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now trained also by Freddie Roach, which was actually kind of cool. Yeah. If you watch that, by the way, my little small rant, Freddie Roach looked amazing. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't shaking he was speaking, and his and his speech was like amazing. So, and why I say that is, if anybody's listening, Freddie Roach has been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease mm-hmm. like ten or so years ago, a long time ago, actually longer than ten years ago. And he had at one time when he was training Pacquiao, I mean, he was shaking quite a bit. And now he must be on some other I, regimen. Well, I don't he know. He looked good. I think it's just his consistency to activity. Yeah, holding mitts, training these guys. Yeah. Because I've, I've I've known plenty of people. He clock. does boxing workouts still too. Yes. I've had clients, I've had others, I've had coworkers that have had Parkinson's, and it's a quick deterioration. If if you're not doing something physically, going through rehabilitation the whole time. Now I know that's not a perfect science. There, I know that there are certain extremes to like one way or There's another. Catalyst, but yeah. you're absolutely correct. Not very long ago, he looked rough. 
I, I mean, even made I mean, comments. I'm like, dude, how's he holding mitts for these yeah, guys? No, he looked, like what what advantage are they getting by getting other than his his mind? Yeah, but he looked good. I was watching no, him. Did. I was yeah. watching him warm up in the. He looked good in I the mean, middle of the ring when they went for to what it's worth. Off. I mean, it's not it's not perfect, but it's a lot better than it was. Oh my gosh! Like he was. I mean, your Parkinson's is a is is a fast deterioration normally, yeah. right? Like they're and he was going through all that. He was visi- visibly yes, like this. Yep. I mean, pretty bad. When they did that, he was speaking in between rounds too. I'm telling you, Freddie Roach's face looked like this. Yeah. He literally, I'm telling you, I didn't see a shake yeah. or a tremor, which is phenomenal. I wonder what they're doing because that's pretty awesome. I'm so happy for that because Freddie Roach is a former boxer as well. So mm-hmm. I think he had 40 plus pro fights on top of an amateur career too. Um, but it was really cool to see Freddie Roach in the corner of yep. Jaime Mangia, young guy. Freddie Roach is back in the mixture because we're talking about a 27-year-old undefeated super middleweight now wants to challenge the the champion at super middleweight, which is Kyle how, Alvarez. Pretty how cool. cool as a boxing fan to have so many of those kind of bigger names thrown all in the same event. I mean, you had Oscar, cool. obviously, you had Freddie Roach. And Bernard Hopkins was there, too. Yeah, I mean, it was a DAZN show, partner. so you had Eddie Roach. There was like a table interview there, also, I think, floating around somewhere that had, uh, that had Roach as Eddie well. Eddie Hearn and them, Oh, yeah. sorry, Eddie Hearn as well as um, um, Oscar De La Hoya. So That's pretty cool. Kind of cool. I mean, that's, we're coming, I know I'm getting older now too, because like we're coming full circle, man. Like these guys I used to look up to when they were fighting. Mm. Now, uh, Bernard Hopkins and Oscar De La Hoya are promoters now. Mm. And then they're bringing up the next generation of fighters. Like to be fair, Oscar De La Hoya promoted Canelo until Canelo left, but Oscar De La Hoya was with Canelo from, from the beginning until when Canelo became a world champion. And now they're not together, but it's pretty cool to see all well, of these massive people together. Of course, Oscar De La Hoya is going to say... Canelo next, of course. Of course, that's, that's he, the yeah. money fight. That's the huge money fight. That's the business fight. Um, and and it, to me, it makes sense. Will it actually happen? I don't know. Because we keep hearing Charlo's name thrown into this mix. Um, I just wouldn't be surprised we contrived to see that kind of around Cinco de Mayo, the early part of May, the Canelo fight is not what you hope for. It's not this Magia fight. Yep. It's not Benavidez. It ends up being one of the Charlo twins. I'm not happy with that because I think Jamel is who uh, Canelo just beat. Jamal would be the one who's the 160 pounder. I think he was the he was a world champion, but he mm-hmm. might have got stripped as well. But listen, I've, I've been we're in a, we're in a fight chat. You're in the group as well. I'm not a big fan of the Charlos. Mm-hmm. I'm not because of their inactivity, mm-hmm. because of their boisterous confidence from what I don't know. They did win world titles. And they, 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 their, their thing to me would be like, yeah, I've never won a world title. I have never won a world title. I never fought for a world championship as a pro. I didn't, but I also didn't have the same promoters. They did. Honestly, but, they've kind of under the radar held titles, right? Yes. And that's the exact name for it. They've been under the, one of them didn't even defend his title for a whole year because of some injuries, but I, it's hard to hate on them for doing that though. I, listen, it's, I'm not going to hate on them, but I'm going to say that I do not think they deserve these fights. I don't think they deserve a Canelo fight. I think that Jaime Mangia, who just beat John Ryder, who just fought Canelo, Jaime Mangia deserves that fight. Yeah. I hope Canelo and them make it happen. I hope Oscar doesn't hold that negotiations up because he's got a little bit of a riff with Canelo because Canelo left Oscar De La Hoya. But I hope that fight does happen because I think, I think it's huge. I think his rift energy is focused elsewhere right now. We won't we won't get into that this week. Uh, but well, let's 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 pursue this idea. Let's pursue Mangia and Alvarez. Based on what you saw there, him against John Ryder. So Jaime Mangia. Do you think that version of Jaime Mangia, Jaime Mangia, is going to be competitive enough against one Saul Canelo Alvarez? So before I say my thing, I think Jaime Mangia looked better than he's ever looked. Sure. Okay. Great. And give him that. Great. Forty three and zero. Forty three and zero looked phenomenal against John Ryder, who John mm-hmm. Ryder by all means is a very tough, tough dude. Thirty two and six. <laughs> a tonner. He's a tough. Thirty two and seven. I'm no, sorry. He's a tough guy, but. Canelo Alvarez beats Jaime Mejia still, mm. and that's because that's because Canelo Alvarez is who he is. This dude is legit. However, listen, I mean, everybody every day Canelo is getting a little bit older. Every day, Father Time is not on Canelo's side. So, I think if Canelo is going to fight Jaime Mejia, he needs to do it now. Beat a young, twenty-seven-year-old, undefeated, forty-three-and-zero young dude. To kind of like solidify, but you know what? I'm only like 34. I think Canelo's only 34, 35. 
be like, you know what, I still beat a younger guy, an undefeated mm-hmm. guy. I still got it. I think that that's what I want to see out of Canelo. I really want to see him fight Munguia because then you know who I want to see him fight? Who you want to see him fight? Who everybody wants to see him fight? Benavides. But I need you to get past Munguia, and I need you to look good getting past Munguia because I want to root for you. I want to pick I you would, over Benavides, but I don't know depending on how I you would, look. I don't know. I just think... Him as a Mexican patriot. Why would he want to derail an up-and-coming superstar in Munguia, 27 years old, 43-0, and 0, and you are, you are going to run into a buzzsaw named Canelo Alvarez? Do you think Canelo Alvarez, as with all of his Mexican pride, is going to want to do that against another Mexican potential superstar in the making there? Baby face guy, young looking guy. I mean, I'm he looks at the 20s. Photo. He looks in yeah. his 20s. He's he not is. 27. He, he looks like, but he looks like he's 21. He's celebrating yeah, yeah. his 21st. Yeah, you're gonna have to every time he orders tequila in the bar. You, you are definitely. He's getting carded. And I can. Well, I Mexico, can, I think he's drinking. I can, say those, like I can say those jokes because I'm quarter Mexican. But I don't that get being any said, any of those jokes. That being said, because I'm so Caucasian, I just don't think he's going to pursue that. Because, you don't think Canelo will? No, because why, why does he have to? Yeah, I mean, I mean, be, well, he doesn't have to. So that's the thing. Canelo doesn't have to. No. Whatever. But that's why I like Canelo. I think because he Canelo to, never has I to. I think he wants to run through the, as many Americans as possible before even bother entertaining that. Imagine now this fight could potentially happen, but maybe it happens next year, or the year after that. Yeah, but the next American, Benavidez is American. I think he'd be better yeah. off picking Munguia over Benavidez. As a, I think, sure. I think Munguia would be a great tune-up before. And listen, I don't mean that as in a, a, a derogatory way towards Magia because I think Magia is quality. Magia mm-hmm. is world; he's world championship level. But I think Benavidez beats Magia, so that's why I want to see Canelo get past him. But also remember this: I think Canelo owes it to Magia to give him this opportunity because Canelo Alvarez was only twenty-four years old and I think forty something and oh. Sure. And who did he fight? Sure. He fought Floyd Mayweather, sure. who was like 36. Canelo's right there. Canelo's 34, 35. He's around that range, right? And Floyd Mayweather gave that opportunity to Canelo, who was undefeated, 24 years old. Floyd Mayweather was 36 years old. A lot of people thought past his prime. Mm. And he went out there and dominated Canelo Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Okay? So maybe this could be the same thing. You know what? You need to give the younger generation an opportunity. If you deserve to hold that crown, I'm talking about Canelo. If you deserve to hold that crown, then you will fend it off against a guy like Kami Mangia. I want to see it. I think the world wants to see it. I think you need to fight him because then the only other fight you need to fight is David Benavides. Yeah. That's the two fights right now I, I think, think are 100% on his plate. I think we're making a lot or you are making a lot of assumptions in that thought. I think Canelo Alvarez, part of my French, I don't think Canelo Alvarez gives a shit. I don't think he cares to fight these guys. Not because he's ducking. Like, everyone online says that he's ducking Benavides. I just think he just doesn't care. Like, why would he care to? Why would he? Just because the fans want it? Dude has so many championships. His record speaks for itself. He, what he's done for boxing. His resume, yeah. His resume is incredible. The amount of money he has. He walks, dude, he walks around like Hugh Hefner, rest in peace, in pajamas. Canelo Alvarez walks around Gucci made. in Gucci-made pajamas with his initials on it. And thinks they're normal clothes. They're not normal clothes. They're pajamas. Yeah, but but here's the deal though. Canelo does care. Canelo is a legacy guy. His, Canelo, his whole his whole I think his whole like brand is no boxing, no life. So but he also, does he care. He fights no Mexico. He does care. I can't think that's funny that you say that. He he needs to fight a Mexican fighter. Well, yeah, I'm just Cinco I, de Mayo. It needs me. So it's funny because Cinco de Mayo weekend used to be owned by Floyd Mayweather. He owned that day. He did, to be fair. He did. He owned that the whole weekend. But now, Canelo Alvarez owns it. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Fight a Mexican. Yeah. Fight a Mexican. And we, that could be David Benavides, too, because David Benavides is Mexican. But, yeah. but Jaime Munguia is Mexican, still lives there. He is like. Viva Mexico. I guess we shall see. It's too early to tell. I'm sure we'll hear more rumblings as we get probably past the heavyweight bout next month, kind of what Canelo Alvarez is doing. I mean, hands down, he's going to fight because he always fights that weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a matter of against who. Uh, So we'll see. But the rumor mill so far has been Charlo, right? Uh, So that being said. Uh, hold on, because you just passed this to me. What I typed, not the not the message. Oh, gotcha. 
I was like, are just you in case. where do you pass me notes? Not the message. That was, this is, this is, well, that actually is in the message, see, this, is a good thing. this is a good thing here that this is a podcast and not, <laughs> I was talking to you. This is not a news program. If you're program. on Spotify, that you can't see that. Yeah, you just skip ahead. You just skip ahead 10 seconds, and now you know that you know we're moving on from talking about Canelo Alvarez and Munguia and Benavides and Charlo, and we're actually talking about another local show that's coming Unfortunately, this drops on Wednesday. Eh, maybe it'll drop on Tuesday. It just depends on how quickly production takes. Yeah, P-Money, what up? We'll see. P-Money's been, been ahead of the game, though. You've been ahead of the curve. Yeah, Last week you were. That's be, I'm, I'm just looking for outlets we can travel. <laughs> my, life, my life is in shambles. It's like hot lava is spewing, erupting around me, and I don't know what to do but to stand there. That's good. First of all, your life is not in shambles. I know. You I'm are kidding. going but through I like to, certain changes. I like to create a, a, a picture. Uh, for the uh, listeners. Yeah, are you I, building a picture for everybody? But anyways, so Wednesday, there's another fight, uh, a show January in Plant 31st, City. White uh, Sands Event Center in Plant City. On a Wednesday night. I, I've had my criticisms on, on the fact that they had to choose this date and whatever else. But friend of ours. Ryan, main event, main. Ryan, main, okay? Main spelled like the state. Ryan, main, okay? He is on this card. I don't, I don't know if he's main event or co-main event on this. You know, with his last show, he was main event, but uh, this, I don't want to be misquoted on it. But he fights this Wednesday in Plant City, Florida. We want to show some love to mm-hmm. him, uh, cheer him on to hopefully what will be another successful victory. Hopefully back in the knockout column, too, would be fantastic, but... Uh, uh, do you have his record pulled up here? Uh, Ryan Mann, yeah, he's 4-0. Right? Four and it's, this is a Pro Box card over in Plant City. Pro mm-hmm. Box has been doing some pretty big things over there, and they've been doing it on a Wednesday. And I kind of like it because Come on. I do. I like Come a Wednesday on. because we, I get boxing on a Wednesday, and then I only have to wait a couple of days. Come on. And then I get it on a Friday, then I get it on a Saturday. Any time you give me boxing B-Money, I love oh, it. Here's interesting. So it's little... not the main events. But no. um, here's the thing. I, I, we're, we're showing a lot of respect to BoxRec today because we're both on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Do you see uh, the May TBA on there? On his? The what? On, on Ryan Main's uh, BoxRec uh, profile? Oh, that's his next fight, though. Yeah, I'm just surprised. I haven't heard about that. Uh, yeah. A little TBA. He does. Uh, He's got another one scheduled past this one, which Anyways. is a little different, but that is... and. Uh, that's uh yeah that's May 18th. Well, he's fighting Jorge this this Wednesday. Jorge Rodrigo Sosa, uh, there as Weekend Trav said in the White Sands Event Center, Plant City. Uh, everything's subject to change there, but that's a Wednesday night six round affair here. Uh, let me see if I can do the event card. What's going on here? Uh, and it looks to be probably not main event here, but there's it's, three ten rounders before that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going to be mid card, but that's fine too. They're going to lose a, a, a lot of fans going to watch him fight, by the way. I know plenty of people going to watch him fight on a Wednesday. 100%. It speaks Ryan a lot Mane, to yeah, Ryan. It Mane. does. He has, a, he has a lot of talent. We've seen him fight. Exciting fight. Nice guy, by the way. We've had him on the show. We've had an inter- you've interviewed him. Awesome guy. In this guy. corner. Check awesome it out. Awesome guy. Actually, he, just, uh, he, he, he ran a training session that I was a part of this past Saturday. And, and you know, once again, part of my French, fuck you, guy. Because it, <laughs> it sucked. It sucked. But it was good, but it sucked. Um, anyways. So he had Ryan a good Mane. mentor, Craig Duncan, who yes. taught him how to do those things. Yeah, yeah. And he still trains with Craig. And, um, you know, so good things going on over there with Mr. Craig Duncan. Uh, so just like I've told Ryan, I told Ryan this on Instagram, and he knows this, so I'm going to repeat it again. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I, I I respect what Ryan Maine does because Ryan Maine is a hard worker. He's a believer in Christ. He loves his Lord and Savior. He's a hard worker. He takes boxing serious. He's got a trainer in Craig Duncan who also takes it serious. Those guys are quality boxing pugilists, and they, they, they bring respect to the game. I don't care what his record is. He's undefeated. He's 4-0, but I don't care what his record is. I love supporting guys who chase their dreams and they do it in the right way. And put and the he work does in, it in the sure. right way. And what I mean by that is just that he puts the work in. Yeah. He doesn't take shortcuts. He doesn't do any flashy BS stuff and he, he does it the right way. And again, I love the fact that he believes in God. We talked about it on the podcast. We talked about it in this corner, Ryan Maine, you're the man. Keep working hard. Keep doing what you do. Keep chasing your dream. We support you. We appreciate you. Thanks for coming on the show. We hope to come back again. Um, But we'll be rooting for you on Wednesday. Uh, Everybody else, tune in. Pro Box. Ryan, main event, main, will be fighting. Absolutely. Here's how flashy he gets, Weekend Trav. Because he doesn't get too flashy. But here's how flashy he gets. 
the brother wears cornrows if his hair is long enough underneath a cowboy hat. He'll come to the ring in the cowboy hat. Love uh, it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what his usual his walk song is, but <laughs> even his box rec photo is him with cornrows. I don't think his hair is long enough right now because I think when I cut my hair, it was a similar time frame where he cut his hair. And I, yeah, I was like, hey, long hey. we were like poignant at each other like the Spider-Man meme. That's funny. He's got, but you know why we love him too? He's got a beard. He does have a beard. He's got a beard and cornrows. So he checks that. What up, Ryan Maine? Beards, bourbon, boxing. He checks two boxes we so far it. that I know of. Uh, anyways, good we dude. Support it. Support it. Uh, that is this Wednesday, uh, January 31st in Plant City, Ryan, Maine event, Maine. Um, <clears throat> we can trap. Yes, sir. Let's and talk about what we're crosses. drinking. Okay. Ooh, B Money, what we're drinking. I love what we're drinking because B Money got this for Travis because of, uh, what was it called? Diapers and Dudes. I had a little Something. baby shower called Diapers and Dudes. And I couldn't and I make it because I was kitten sitting. Is what I've coined it as kitten sitting. I just got a brand new kitten. Can you my, guys please you know, look at me, money. And my spouse has a lot of stuff going on with uh, her new art studio and work, and it's our schedules are all effed up and whatever. Anyways, I was kitten. Congratulations, sitting. Amber, on your new studio. I do yep. think yep. that's worth her. Congratulations. And, yeah, so I'm sure we'll talk about that in future episodes because I like plugging small business. Oh, we do. Because we, we do. You own a small business. I own a small business. We do. So it's. Yeah. Small businesses make this country great. We are going to make this country great again with our small businesses. One drink of Jefferson's Reserve at a time. So, yes, we are drinking Jefferson's Reserve, which we've had Jefferson's Ocean here before, which is and a cool Trav story a, itself. Weekend Trav was a big fan of it because of the story. So this... Uh, but you liked it, though. Didn't you like I it a little it. bit? Yeah, it tasted good. Okay, yeah. It tasted good. Okay. But this is their... I don't know if it's their highest end, but it's definitely on the higher end yep. side. Uh, Jefferson's Reserve... Single barrel, twin oak custom barrel. And actually, on the damn label, it says very rare. Very rare. So I'm going to say they're not liars, and they're being accurate. It's very rare. Listen, I mean, I'm going to agree with you. Truth in advertising, Jefferson's Reserve, single barrel, um, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. This stuff. <clears throat> okay, and there you go. And it was handpicked by our, your, I should say, your local ABC liquor store. What up? Uh, barrel number 50. This is bottle 246. Of barrel fifty, just so you know. I like it. There you I, go I, for that's the. That's why I love I for lo- the fans at home. I love our bourbon part of our podcast. I love it. It makes me. It makes me happy inside. Wait, do we need to get back on the bourbon lounge thing? Do we need to do that? I don't know. We can do it right now. Okay. So I, what are the fans? What are the fans? Want? Uh, right now. I don't know. You say right now. You say every time we, we did it, we have like twelve views. Yeah. No, we got like we got like thirty. No, we got over a hundred a couple. Huh. I can't remember which ones it was, but we got a couple. I got some haterade on mm. my uh, Blanton's Gold rating on one of the guys. It wasn't, to me it's worth it. Yeah. It wasn't. And I love, you know that I love I know Blanton's. I love it. You're Even off air, he knows boy. that I, if I am a fan. He's boy. a mark. I love it. But the but what's just cool about Blanton's is that it's every single, I still heard that, every single um, Blanton's barrel is is a little bit different blends is not always going to taste the same it's always a little bit different so you can i say loved the same it. thing for almost anything but keep going not necessarily these commercial these commercial ones they make exactly every single time well, that's blah, 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 whatever yeah but anyway it's cool because the blend but the blends gold that we had specifically it's okay it was okay mm-hmm. was it worth the money no no and i like blends and it's expensive hard to get but the regular blends we had Tasted better than Don't the you gold. want us to be honest, folks? They do. That's what we're doing. We're being honest. However, but... we're going to do it on the podcast next time. Okay. We're going to do Blanton's straight from the barrel. You have that? Okay. I have that. And it's this guy is this. Wall. He's it's the, the hookup. It's the um, cherry. <clears throat> it's oh, it's good. Okay, so this is Jefferson's Reserve, right? Yep. Let's give it a let's give it a rating. Okay, so once again, you drink it neat. I drink it on ice. Mm-hmm. We've had a few of them at this point. We've had a few for sure. Uh, listen, I I don't mind going first here. Feel me to go first. Okay. Go ahead. I I li- I like it. Hmm. I've actually B Money bought this for me over the weekend because my diapers and deuce thing was on Saturday, mm-hmm. so I drink some on Saturday, and I actually really like it. I'm gonna give this a pretty high rating for me, and I'm gonna go with seven point nine. Wow. Yes, and the only one that's ever been eight point or above, I believe, yeah, is Blanton's. Yeah, um, I'm going seven nine. Hmm. I actually really, and I have three and they always change, but it's how I feel in the moment, how it tastes and something else. I don't know what else there's, but right now 
when I was drinking it before the podcast mm-hmm. over the weekend, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is really good. I'm you were having a good moment. I had like three glasses and I was just chilling, yeah. doing nothing. Diapers it wasn't dudes. even the moment. I was, I didn't do that. You're During the boxing. diapers and dudes, I was watching boxing. I was, I was happy. Yeah. So that helped and it tastes good. That yeah. helped. Yeah. The third one is, I don't know what it is. It smelled good. I don't know. But and it's, it, it was quality. I, I like it. I think so. I don't know what the price point is. Be money because be money bought this. So that's on you. It's uh, if you're going. So, OK, so what I'll say on the price point before you, you can Google it. So but you can say it. If then. you're at a liquor store, it's a premium price point. It's not like behind the counter price point. I but it's, it's like it, when you're on the, when you're looking at the shelves and you're like, why would I spend that for this? That, that's the price point. It's good. I liked it. Okay. So I so, think you, so from you that did a good choice. Good. Um, <clears throat> 7.9 is really high. It is. Mm. That's why I wanted to go first. Because I don't think you're going to rate it that high, but I like no, it. No, but I think it might influence a little bit. You've had more Did of I it than I you? have, but I didn't, I didn't even expect to have any of it to begin with, to be honest. I got it as a, as a pure gift for you. You know that I'm a share bear. Without, yeah, but without any sort of, uh, I don't know. Uh, Ulterior motive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, and that yeah. was fine. I knew that. Um. That's I'm drinking I your Coors Light instead. We drink <clears throat> Coors Light. We're still not Bud Light fans yet. Well, we... I'm not. When, you could be. No, I'm not an Anheuser-Busch fan. I'm actually, to be fair, I never really have been a Bud Light fan. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff in their portfolio, so I might drink something and say, oh, I like this, but it might be a Bu- Anheuser-Busch thing. Yeah, Anheuser-Busch has a lot. But InBev does a lot. Bud Light, I'll be honest, I'm still mad at you. Yeah, I agree. But I also didn't like it to begin with. Yeah, so that doesn't. I like much. I like pure Budweiser better than Bud Light. I'm a little bit upset with Anheuser Busch. If I'm going to get drunk, I'm, I'm going to earn the I'm going to drink the calories too. Though I'm yeah. drinking Coors Light. Make um, it worth it. So you had seven nine. I'm going to give it a seven seven, which is still a oh, massively high bad. score. That's super high. That the average av- is up there. And really, I did a seven seven in order to have easy math for seven eight is our average score. Seven point eight boxing gloves out of ten for Jefferson's Reserve Single Barrel. Uh, it is <clears throat> Twin Oak Custom Barrel. I don't know what that really means. Very rare. I mean, does that mean that their barrel has two layers of oak, or does that mean that they twice did it? I don't know. Twin oak. We should ask Jefferson Reserve. It was the same tree twice. It could have been. That made the, I don't know. But it's very good. It's, Double oak is in it. The top so is oak, I, the bottom is oak. I'll give you, you get the oakiness. It comes through. Yeah, it, I, I taste it for sure. Like not, I, I feel but like, not overwhelming. It's almost like a smoky we, we've oak. Had, we've had some that you can definitely get a lot of that oak flavor, and it's almost too much. This is a good level of it. It goes down smooth. It, it, it's good on the nose. So overall, I like it. Price point, would I want to spend that for this again? I'll be honest, no, I won't. Really? Yeah. So it, it was kind of expensive then. It was more. Exp- I mean, it was. I mean, I would want to say it was breaking a bank. Hey. So be money. It was expensive. It's more expensive than we're used to uh, to, to paying. But that being said, seven eight is a great score. Seven point eight boxing gloves. Yeah, it's a great score. That's a that's a phenomenal. Score. Listen, we we've said this before. Over a 7.0 is a great score. Based on our ratings, mm. we don't rate stuff very high. We don't. And I think that's what should make us a well, good rating system. Because we don't rate a lot of stuff ever, high. If you give anything a 10, that's it. You can't go beyond you're done. that. I feel like your rating is done after it's that. Done. Yeah. You have, I have no respect to your rating system if you do that. Dunk contests? We're not there yet. How many, how many stupid 10s have they given in the NBA slam dunk contest over the years? Yeah, but we're better than that. Yeah. We're better than the NBA. Yeah, because money. you know what? Beyond Vince Carter, no one beats Vince Carter old school OG. What about what about Michael Jordan from like the half court? Technically, he stepped within he did. He the did. free throw line. He did. It wasn't free throw, technically. Yeah. It wasn't. Vince Carter changed the game. No so, one does what he did. I don't disagree. I think Vince Carter was probably one of the better dunkers in the history of our sport. Mm-hmm. Dominique Wilkins is pretty good, too. But uh, Vince Carter, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I got to fight in front of Vince Carter. Oh, that's cool. In Atlantic City. Yeah. Pretty cool. Vince Carter, Mainland High but School. Vince Carter's a phenomenal Florida. guy. Phenomenal athlete. Yeah, local guy. He's in Florida? Central Florida. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That's even better. That makes Central Florida even better. Yeah. We're already a fan. We already live here. We're already a fan. There you go. Well, I know. I'm going to say like I'm a fan of everything. Oh, I love it. This one's not going. Everything, this, but I'm a fan of some. 146 is going long. I love it. I like it. That's mm-hmm. what she said. It's going long. Did she say that? I don't know if she wants to say that. She would have said that. She I hope that she would have said that. I hope that she could have thought about possibly saying that. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. 
but and maybe probably have. didn't say For that sure better have or we yeah. will knock on your what we're gonna do i'm gonna knock on the door mm-hmm. you're gonna answer <laughs> i'm gonna punch you in the face so i gotta take the chain off too you do yeah okay. but, but i'm gonna be nice before you do that because mm-hmm. i want you to open yeah. the door amazon yes delivering I want package. you to open the door oh i got a package for you whatever yeah. here's my package you know what my package is is a balled up fist right in the mouth right in the kisser because why? Because if you don't subscribe to us, we've added only a couple subscribers in the last like month. Why are you not subscribing to us? Are we not that phenomenal? Our our Instagram page is growing. Why are we not growing on our YouTube page? So stop it. That's we actually added some, we added a new subscriber today. I saw, I saw that. I, saw I don't that. know who it was, but we're at we're at nine thirty nine. Look it up and let's give that person some love. Nine thirty nine. We and should this even person, tag the minute. We're gonna yes, sh- we're it. gonna con we're gonna let's contact this do this, this uh let's just fake do it. account let's ghost just account do it. I don't even care let's go we to the email you. go to the email we love you oh I deleted it let me go wait, to hold the on. trash uh, <clears throat> so anyways now we're just rambling I got you I got you okay mm. um I keep Sasha mm-hmm. Key S A C H A K I I she has zero subscribe or I say she why do I say she I don't know you're hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's actually probably offensive that I said she. It probably could be a they. We don't know. I mean, the, we don't know. There's a different pronoun world we live we in. We don't know, but we do appreciate your subs- Sasha, subscription. Sasha, who do you feel like you are in this moment? Sasha, please contact me with Travis Hartman and they? let us know who you want us to recognize you as yeah. because we don't know with the name. But we, we appreciate know. it. Um, we do appreciate the yeah. subscriber because we're looking to hit 1,000, you know what, 60 days. 60 days wow. we need we got to pump out the content let's make let, let's make let's make a bet okay. both of us okay in 60 days from today net what is today of, oh, of ones we lose too it's got to be about February 28th so March 28th I'll give you to March 31st March 31st okay end of the month March 31st if we don't have 1000 subscribers I don't want to bet against that I think we both should do something if we get 1000 that's the point this bet is for me and you okay. against that so what do we have to do we're a team so we have to drink swill oh my gosh as well as do how many ever push-ups subscribers that we have at that point of March 31st, whatever subscribers we have, if we lose. So if we have 959, we have to do, we, we get a week to the do The difference? It. We have to do the difference. Okay. No, 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 not the difference. We have to, if we don't hit 1,000, if, if we don't hit 1,000, whatever subscribers we have in that moment, mm-hmm. we have to do that many push-ups. We have 939 what's, what's right now. What's the time frame that we have to do that? All in one sitting? We can split them. So all in, but all in it. one sitting? That's not going to work. I think we should you do, do a thousand a day. You ain't doing a thousand we're, we're a day. Do, we're doing a live. That's a, that's we're doing that, a live. That's what's his face as football work. If we hit a thousand, we'll have to do any. So if we have 950, 450 each. We'll You're do encouraging we're people. We're doing it no, on a live. No, no, We're no. doing it on a live. See, well, here's the thing. Me and be money. You're encouraging people to unsubscribe here, by the way. <laughs> dummy. Shit. Yeah. No, we're taking the push-up well, thing wait. off the so table. Wait, wait, So how about this? This will is awesome, but like... No, they're not listening enough for this. I'm not so, doing, I still think punishment for us, we should I'm not do doing it. a thousand push-ups. No, we split it. So it's a team effort. I'm not doing 450 push-ups. On a live. 500 push-ups. I think people will make us do that just and, yeah. and then subscribe to us right after. If we breach a thousand, maybe okay. we should then do 500 go. each. That's a good one. Okay, so the bet is, I, this is by March 31st, 60 days from today, by March 31st. Whatever our subscriber base is at midnight. On March 31st. We drink swill, but we also split that. Ooh, better, better. Boy. We don't have to drink any swill no, I should. if we hit a, a thousand. We should in general. Okay. But also, we're doing push-ups. Cheers yeah. to it. Cheers to it. It's in the books. It's a deal? I guess. By March 31st. March 31st. I'm going to advertise the crap out of this on our Instagram page. So we don't. Or, page. Or, so does that mean we have to do it or don't have to do it? If we hit a thousand, we don't have to. Well, I think we should, if we do it, you it's think we positive should do the reinforcement. 
450, but we have to do it on live, on Instagram live. That's dumb. I'm not going to do four. No. I'm not going to do 500 push-ups live. How we're going to do it. We're, we're going to be Instagram live for six hours. Exactly. And we're going <laughs> to pull an all-nighter. Stop We're going to pull an all-nighter. B-Money's not backing off. This guy's we're going to do it all-nighter. Because you and I have so much time to do that. At that, same point, at that same point, what, is there really anything else right going now. on in your life at that no, same point? but I feel really good okay. right now, so that's why we're doing that. Okay, wait a minute. I'm trying to think about the Who's going to really schedule. hold us to this? Like, how many months do you have left? Oh, the baby could actually be born. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. It actually could be born. You, you don't have six hours to spare. Um, but anyways, okay, I'm fine. I'm going to take off some work, and I'll have some time. Some hodgepodge of what you just discussed and I agreed to. We're going to uh, do something. Yeah. And Amazing. We stirred it up. A thousand subscribers. Ver- verbal schmegma. I'm going to call Make it that. Make it happen. <laughs> Would love you. Make it happen. 1,000 subscribers. That sounded good on the phones. Um, we can draft. You liked it. So, that's all I got to talk about right now. Yeah, I don't think we're... Do you have I, anything I, else? I, no, I don't think we're anything. I think, I think we actually, for our own sake... To not get canceled? I well, I had some like, What do you got? Well, no, I, I forgot. Because I was thinking like all week long, I was like, oh, I'm going to mention this. Oh, I have a joke. I have this. I forgot them all. I mean, listen, if you want to have a joke, I have to go to the bathroom really bad. So if you want to stay on here and talk to the people. I don't. For a minute. I don't. Can. What have the people done for me? Just, we love you. They gave us 939 subscribers. Remember last week. I'm done. I'm done. And I'm bitter. <laughs> A bitter Brandon is here. This no, is who I am. Guys, can we help Brandon? Can we not be money? Can we help be money and not? I, I, I had a call to action on TikTok. We got one of our most viewed TikTok videos I that I posted. T- do we have it? Yes, I post on there. Wayne, Travis Harvey. Do we have like, people that follow this? We do, actually. Really? We have like, over 2,000 views on what? a video where I was like, we have a call to action. Remember when I did that whole spiel at the very end? I posted no. just that spiel. You let me close the show out, and I was oh. like, we have a call to action. We got to do this. Yeah. TikTok actually responded because they viewed it a lot. So whatever. But the, today, the TikTok. But today, you, the producer, mm-hmm. are going to close the show. Sure, sure. Final thoughts. That was my final thoughts. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't have any final thought either because I forgot them all. I, I had some good stuff lined up. I, all week long, I was creative. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to mention this Sunday. And I was, forgot. I forgot. Is that your final thoughts? My final thought is I forgot. <laughs> I feel like every 40-year-old plus So if it. that's enough to get you off your seat, get your thumb in action, to hit the thumb up button... Okay. The like button, the subscribe button, hit the bell icon too. If you want to be notified every time we drop content, whether it's an interview, a podcast episode, maybe we bring back the bourbon lounge. I don't know. We got a lot of stuff going on. This is only the podcast segment of Cigar and the brand. The brand is Wayne in with Travis Hartman, named after this guy over here, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. Okay. If you like what you hear, hit the thumb up, follow us on Instagram at Wayne in with Travis Hartman. Follow TikTok, us. I'm assuming, is the same thing. It is. It is. I don't know. Everywhere you want to follow us, just typing Wayne in with Travis Hartman, you'll follow us. Yeah, We're you'll there. see our We're there. dumb faces on screen. Is that good? It's beautiful. That there is the talent we can trap. That there is a producer, a.k.a. B-Money. Thanks for listening, guys. God bless. Is my money back? No, God bless. That's good. Okay.